Caps Podcast, a podcast where we dip our caps into the blood of our listeners and ramble on about old school games. Today's episode is going to be about heroic mode. As you know, no mortal can outrun a red cap, so just sit back, listen, and I hope you enjoy. Last episode, I mentioned heroic mode, but I never explained what it is, so this is the episode for that. Have you ever been running a campaign and have half your players cancel on you? You could play a different game or bring in an emergency one-shot to keep the rest of the players engaged. But instead, I'm going to suggest that you offer Heroic Mode and carry on with your normal scheduled game. So what is Heroic Mode? It's a set of rules that I am full-scale stealing from Kevin Crawford's book, Scarlet Heroes. Scarlet Heroes is a game based on BX. Uh, It's meant to be played either solo or with one or two players. I figured we could push it to three with a slight tweak, but I'll get to that later on. Essentially, what it does is reduce damage to characters and increase damage to monsters to balance out the fact that the party is smaller, but it does so in such an elegant and beautiful way that you can turn this on and off and not really have it impact your ability to GM at all. You do everything as normal uh, in a game. There isn't any wide-scale changes, but you do make a few small ones. So here's my breakdown of the five steps to heroic mode. If combat occurs, make a player roll a d6 at the start of each round for group initiative. They automatically will win that init as long as they don't roll a 1. The hits work exactly as normal. So you roll your to hit the same as always. There's no change to any uh, armor classes or anything along those lines. Damage rolls get put through a filter. So if you roll a 1 on your damage roll, it's 0 damage. If you roll between a 2 and a 5 on your damage roll, it's 1 damage. A roll of 6 to 9 is 2 damage, and a roll of 10 or higher is 4 damage. So you take whatever your damage roll is and you put it through that filter. Once you've put it on that filter, it gets applied differently depending on whether it's being applied to a player or being applied to a uh, monster or adversary. For the monster or adversary, their hit points are no longer hit points. You calculate off of their hit die. So if a monster has three hit die, they have three hit points. Thus, a roll of 10 or higher would be four hit points against them. It would kill them. For the players, you apply the damage as per normal. You just do it through the filter. So if the monster rolled um, a six to nine, instead of putting six to nine damage on the player, you give that player two damage. Other example I guess I could give would be if you took an HD4 bear from Old School Essentials and somebody rolled three damage on it, that converts to one damage, the bear now has three HD left. All players have the ability to roll over extra damage to other monsters that happen to be in range. All players also have the ability to do additional damage every round without checking to see if they hit the foe at all. This is called a a fray dice, and basically the player will roll their hit dice, so if you are a level 1 wizard or a level 1 magic user, you would have a d4, And you can roll that and apply that to whatever uh, enemies are within range of you. And it's considered to be like the normal, uh, you know, short punches or jostling that takes place in a, in a combat with a magic user. You could just say that maybe you were emitting um, magical auras and it was hurting the, uh, the creatures around there. If you switch to heroic mode with three players, which I don't really recommend, but if you do, I would simply say, don't do the rollover damage. Um, So if you do extra damage than what you need to kill something, great. You don't roll it over to to another enemy. And I would also skip the fray dice option at that point. 
So those would be how I would do it. The only time I would run heroic mode with three players is if they were all very squishy. Like if you had um, two wizards and a thief or something were the only players you had, then maybe you could try this with them. But if you've got uh, combat-oriented characters, uh, three players, you don't need to do this anymore. So this allows you to continue on with your planned campaign evening. You don't need to make any changes. You don't need to adjust the number of monsters. You don't have to uh, modify them in any way. You look at their plane damage stats or their plane stat block, sorry, and then you run them through the four-line damage conversion chart, uh, which again was one is zero, two to five is one, six to nine is two, and 10 or higher is four. Everything else goes along completely as normal. It lets you be very cinematic. Uh, the idea of having the fray dice and them getting up close and, and banging around and one character possibly taking multiple enemies gives you a very cinematic uh, sense of combat and it makes these players feel really, really badass. If you find you're playing heroic mode a whole lot, one, you need, really need to fix the scheduling issue with your players. But two, I would say if it's happening quite a bit, then you may want to start adjusting your experience and treasure that you're giving out. Um, if you've normally got a party of four and you're doing heroic mode with three people, sorry, with one person, um, then give them three quarters of the XP or uh, treasure that you normally would. If you're playing with two players out of your four, give them half. And if you're playing with three players in heroic mode, give them just a quarter of the XP and treasure they normally would get. This kind of helps compensate for the fact that they are way more powerful than they should be, but um, keeps the game moving forward. If you've not seen Scarlet Heroes, I'd recommend checking it out. Like all of Kevin Crawford's books, it is full of a vast number of DM tools and tables. Scarlet Heroes also has an entire chapter on solo gaming, which is very, very good. And that wraps up this episode of the Red Caps podcast. I hope you enjoyed, you learned something, and you're eager to come back for more. Please subscribe in your podcasting app of choice, and if there's an option to leave a review, it would warm my cold little heart if you did so. I'd love to hear from you, so please head over to anchor.fm slash theredcaps, and you leave me a voicemail. You can jump over to Twitter or Facebook and say hi at theredcapsnet. I have a Discord server and a blog, which will be linked in the description of the, web, of the uh, podcast, and love to see you jump on and say hi to me there as well. Remember. Never let your caps try out. Stay safe. Have fun. We'll talk again soon.